All right. Like I said, yeah, here we go. Yeah, I mean, Sunday's games lived up to the expectations. Two very good games. Two games that went to overtime. Two road teams going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. Um, there were two good games for sure. Um, I, 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 I still see, I feel that if, uh, if Jeffrey didn't let that ball go through his hands, the Eagles would be in the Super Bowl right now. I think we would have taken the Rams. I'm not, that, I'm not all that impressed with them. So, I don't know, man. But, oh, well, what can you do? Well, it would, it would be remarkable. It would be more remarkable than last year. Than last year, just because this team was dead in the water in middle of November, and then they turned it all around. But like I said, the Eagles did what they had to do. They shouldn't be disappointed. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, you, if you don't get to the Super Bowl, at least it's a disappointing season for any team. But at least they didn't finish terribly compared to where they were. Yeah, yeah. But obviously... Saints fans today, oh boy, oh my lord. What was that? Saints fans, oh my god. Oh uh, yeah, well, make you cry all off season, man, you know. But obviously that pass interference, non-pass interference call was was awful, but you know what, you can cry about it all you want. Dad, they got the ball first in overtime and did nothing with it, so. And that's the sad no thing about, and that's the sad thing about football. You'll remember one play, but you re- but you forget about the rest of the of the game you, that you played. You forget yeah, well, why why you're in the position that you're in. Yeah, well, you know what, man? They they kicked the field goal, took the lead, gave the lead right back, and 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 they couldn't even score. They they did nothing in overtime with that ball. You know, so it's. It's their, own, it's their own fault. They blew it. Yeah, John Johnson came came with the pie in the sky interception. He was on the ground and the ball fell in his hand, and then he's all and he's like, but like I said, it, it is on the Saints because they walked around cocky, thought that they were the best team, and you know all this, and obviously how they joked over the over the Eagles saying, "Oh, the Eagles couldn't be is it in our league and all that stuff." And you lost the and you lost the conference championship game. You couldn't take, you couldn't be, you led the whole game and you blew it and you blew it at home. <laughs> I mean seriously, I mean yeah. to, to to me, Drew Brees will never win MVP. That that's set that sail that ship is sailed. And obviously, there you know everybody on this team is blaming are blaming everybody else. And one of one of their quarterbacks got arrested for DWI today. On top of all that okay. shit, so I mean, it's pretty—it's a pretty sad situation because, you know. But then again, when they played the Cowboys on a Thursday night, that ch- it ch- exposed them. It, it changed. They weren't the same team that we saw. They weren't the same team. They weren't. They never scored more than thirty points in a in the rest of their way. They barely escaped us. I mean, escaped us. You know, this this Saints team was just not the same team after that. For some reason, the Cowboys exposed them so badly, they just were not the same team the rest of the way. <laughs> like, it mentally affect, that loss mentally affected them, and they couldn't score points for a while. And then, yeah. you know, like I said, the Eagles came in there, and they 
bull, bullied them around for a while. And when and even when they when they were able to get back into the game, they couldn't put them away. You know that Jeffrey pass obviously will go back. We'll we'll figure that out. But they could they nearly still even though they control that the second half, they still could have lost that game. So it's it's it, it serves them right that they that their cockiness got the better of them, and they're sitting at home, home, and Drew Brees has denied multiple Super Bowl rings. Yeah. She coulda, woulda, shoulda means nothing. You know? Yeah. Coulda, woulda, shoulda means nothing because guess what? You didn't do it. You didn't do it. So, you know, why don't you just beat a team 52 to nothing? Yeah. All right? Do that. Do that. Be a team 52 to nothing, then come see us. Because they let this, the Rams hang into the whole game. Like, I thought for a while, okay, the, the, the Saints are back. They they're up. They had three great possessions in the first quarter. They're up 13 to nothing. The You know, Jared Goff is struggling. He can't get it together. But they, then for some reason, they just, they just, they fell off the gas. They took their foot off the gas, and the Rams just kept playing their game, and they kept hanging on. I felt like by the fourth quarter, the Rams were going to win this game somehow. They weren't going to win by the end of the fourth, but they were going to find a way to win it if they get into the overtime. And even on, even after that pass interference call, that non-pass interference call, they could have stopped the Rams from scoring that field goal to take it into overtime. So, they, so what are they bitching about? What are they bitching about? I mean, yeah, that's a non-call. Referees are obviously, the league's going to obviously investigate that. Like a lot of things the referees missed and 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 called that wasn't that shouldn't have been this this season, but you can't let one it one play affect you. This is a team game. This is sixty minutes. So if you can't get it done in in, in any parts of the game, then you'll deserve it. Yeah, man. I mean, and it's not yeah. like and it's not like the Saints have never won a championship before. Let's get that right. You're not the only team that's been screwed. <laughs> now, now, obviously, we look at, at that Rams, and we'll get back to the Rams in a moment. But let's look at the other game, the AFC title game, where, once again, for the ninth time in 18 years, Brady and Belichick, it's like it's like getting Belichick a cup of coffee every, every other year. He's just going to the champ, Super Bowl, you know? And you and you know that if you're if you're a patriot, you don't go jumping up and down excited because, you know, 
you're 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 basically guaranteed to be there every year. So it's like it's a business deal, you know. You celebrate when you win. That's the only time you'll ever see Belichick and smile and go crazy if they win. He's not going to go crazy if they do anything else. It's about winning the Lombardi Trophy. You know, other teams will be happy if they, you know, happy if they had a winning record. Happy if they made the playoffs. Happy if they won a playoff game. Happy if they got to the conference title game. If you're New England, it's all about winning the Lombardi Trophy. Or anything else less of that is a disappointing season. Yeah. (laughs) And obviously, like I said, I feel bad for Andy Reid. Like I said, I got both games wrong. You won. You won those games, and like I said, I just I got I got one. Like I, I I picked the Saints. I was kind of fifty fifty on that game. I went with the Saints. Oh. I just picked the Patriots. But it just seemed like Reed when Reed go looks back at the film, two things he's going to have to think about: his defense did not play well at all. His defense played terrible. His defense was horrible. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't touch Brady. They couldn't touch... They, the roughing the passer, they basically chop blocked Brady. Brady probably never felt anything, and they still gave them a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. That's pathetic. But the, but the bigger factor is, is what happened at the end of the game. When the Chiefs were driving, there was 11 seconds left in the game, and I'm sure you remember... You probably are going to agree what I'm about to say here. Why didn't they try to go for the win? Why did they play it smart and go f- and just went for the field goal? They should have at least twice attempted to go to go for the win. And even if it got picked off, at least you attempted to win. Going into overtime, you had no chance if Brady got the ball. You know? Yeah, I know. Well, I guess they, well, I guess, you know, it's a 50-50 chance to get the ball first, you know. So, I guess, uh. I guess they were willing to play to get the take, take the shot that they can get the ball first and score a touchdown. Yeah, but I think I go back to to the end of that fourth quarter. That you know, with eleven seconds left, they could have won that game. They could have won. They should have at least attempted to win the game instead of playing it safe with the field goal. Obviously, they looked at the clock and they looked at the the score and they played the and they and they and they thought they made the smart decision, but. Brady is magic when you give him the ball at a certain time, but if you but if you get if you but if you went for it and you got the touchdown with six seconds to go, you're in the Super Bowl. You're not worried about Brady. Brady's not going to miraculously go down the field in six seconds. Maybe, but probably not. But at the end, but at the end of the day, the chief, you know, Andy Reid's play calling once again did the Chiefs in. Yeah. I'm sorry, you got. You got Patrick Mahomes. This kid is unbelievable. This kid plays the game with one eye open. And he normally gets it right with his with his receivers and running down the field and everything else. He didn't even have a turnover in this game. But somehow they lost because because they they took the defense took Brady lightly and Andy Reid's play crawling at the end was terrible. Again. Because, because what were you? What was going through your head with eleven seconds left in that in that in the fourth quarter? 
What was going through your head when they went to the field goal? Did you think that they were making a mistake? Or do you just think they were playing it safe? Or you thought at that time that was the right call? Like I said, I just felt like, I just felt like with, you know, with Reed, it's just like, I see Doug Pearson would have gone for it. Doug Pearson would have gone for it. You know, yeah, he would have I gone would, for it. There's, there's a difference between Pearson and Reed. There's, there's a lot difference. And even though they seem alike, he thought he learned everything that he learned everything that Reed taught him. But guess what? He makes he makes the calls, he makes the moves, and guess what? His calls and moves, I got a Lombardi trophy. You don't. <laughs> so it's obvious that Pearson realized that the Andy Reid way may not always work. And so far it hasn't really worked for him because he still he still goes and he still has to wait another year for a chance at the Lombardi trophy. And it's just terrible. and it's and it's a shame. You know, because I really wanted the Chiefs to win it all. I, you know, you have a great quarterback this year. You have a great quarterback, and you just and you just thought that everything was going to work out. But you know, once again, Brady and Belichick rule the world again. The AFC sucks again, and I mean it sucks because it's a shame how bad the AFC is. You're going to tell me Andrew Luck. It, and, and the culture going to be great for several years. He can't even. He's not on the same level as Brady. He never has. The Steelers. The Steelers are, are, are a great franchise and everything else. They choked away a playoff spot this year. The Chargers are a great road team. When they played Brady, he made him this bitch right away. His bitch right away. Like I said, it's 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 a sad tale of why the AFC is so weak. You know, you would think they're stronger conference, but they really aren't. They're weak because the NFC every year there's a different team. It's a different team every year. It's Brady or bust in that conference, and that's going to be the case. And that's going to be the case once again for a while. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Like, like I think I was saying telling you before that you know the Colts have a shot to to really move themselves into the elite category next year you know they have a ton of draft picks at 120 mil in cap space so I mean if they make a bunch of moves the right moves they could uh, they could be right there well we'll see I mean like I said, I know Andrew Luck improved and, and looked a lot better this year. Probably the best he may have been in his career. But like I said, he wasn't better than the Chiefs and he wasn't better than Brady and the Patriots. It was obvious. He was probably the third best team in the conference when, when the season was all said and done. Yeah, so the, so the leap... Also a team 
thought we're going five and eleven this year. So, I mean, the fact that instead of, that instead of going five and eleven, they were the, well, the third best team in the conference. I mean, that's some that's that's a, a nice start right there. And really, they didn't have that much talent. So, you know, you actually get the the talent at the skill positions on offense and and improve that defense and. You're looking at a you're looking at a team that could dominate. Well, that that will be for a discussion come August when we have our preview special in August. That's our preview special in August, but or it's yeah. early September. But now we, like I said, I I know we will we'll talk again next week and we'll get into a in a decent preview of the Super Bowl between the Rams and the Patriots, but. An early, an early disc- thought on the game, on this, on this game. Youth versus experience. <laughs> well, um, um, this, uh, this, 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 the Rams. You know, like I said, I'm not, I'm not all that impressed with them. I'm not impressed with their offense overall. The, at towards the end of the year. And, um, I mean, they weren't all that great last week against the Saints, you know, um, going up against the Patriots. I don't see them, I don't see them scoring 35, 38 points. But on the other side, I could, I could definitely see the Patriots dropping 35 plus for sure. Um, that offensive line's playing lights out, you know, Brady. Seeing Brady in the playoffs, he hasn't been sacked yet in the in the postseason. Um, you know, if uh, if that offensive line can just can uh, can protect him with you know Sue and Donald and all them, then he'll he'll pick that defense apart, no problem. Well, if you look about the Rams, I mean, they weren't the. The, they weren't like impressive down the stretch, as you said. I mean, the Eagles beat them pretty easily in December, and obviously, you just look at you just look at the NFC. Everybody had vulnerability. It just nobody looked that dominant at the end of the season. Anybody could beat anybody. That's how that's how crazy the NFC was at the end of the season. The Saints. I mean, the Rams got there just because you know the Saints choked their, their themselves. And obviously, you know it's it's what's it's crazy about Sean McVay. I mean, I'm not even gonna go back into to history knowing that the first when the Patriots won the Super Bowl the first time with Brady and Belichick, McVay just was still in high school. He was 16 years old, and Jared Goff was still was still playing in sand lots, was still playing in sand in sand traps and stuff. He was not even 10 years old. I I reckon. But when you think about uh, what they have what they have accomplished in such a quick time, I mean the Rams have been an inept franchise for the last for like the last ten years. You know they they've been they had one of the lowest winning percentage in the league, and when and even Jeff Fisher, okay Jeff Fisher, they made him seventy nine, but Jeff Fisher was past his prime as a coach when he took over the Rams, and he never evaluated quarterbacks at all. You know, Jared Goff in his first season, when he in his rookie year, didn't even win a game any of his starts. 
every start he he started in 2016, he lost. I think that was seven games, if I if I if I call. But then you bring in Sean McVay, and obviously he, he's the new kill on the black, young bull on the black, and it has turned into a success. And it's it's been very successful. They have a hell of a year. I think they were even. I think they were a better team last year than they are this year. But their experience, their inexperience, came playoff time. Obviously, shoved them in when the Falcons beat them. But this year, obviously, they brought they they improved the defense. You know, and obviously, made it a lot more interesting. You know, they had at times great offense, and obviously, you look at C.J. Anderson helping out Ty Gurley. Now, think about this. You saw the game against the Saints. Ty Gurley was a non-factor. He went from 100-something yards against the Cowboys to a non-factor against the Saints. Is that going to work again in the Super Bowl if he can't, if he can't run? <laughs> yeah, no, obviously. They, 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 need, they would need him to have a huge game if they want to win that. Um, I mean, I mean C.J. Anderson... Won a Super Bowl with the Broncos a couple years ago, and I didn't realize he hasn't been in the league that long. Only, only since twenty fourteen. But I, but just thinking about this, but just thinking about this matchup. I mean, like I said, you know the the Rams, you know Wade Phillips, he was a defensive coordinator in Denver when they won in two thousand fifteen. So it's almost similar. They're similar to what the Broncos were a couple of years ago. With Peyton Manning, even though Pey- Peyton was past his prime, you know you got youngster Jared Goff here in this situation. So I could see this game at the moment looking like a a, a four quarter battle, but obviously it's youth versus experience, and the experience factor obviously has a better has a better edge than the youth factor at this point. Yeah. Yeah, you you're lucky you got the weekend off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, the, I don't even know who's in the Pro Bowl. I'll be watching it. So. Well, we don't have to. Well, you got the weekend off. You don't have to worry about this weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could go. You could go play. Well, that's a few. Let let's let's be. Let people might be listening. But anyway, now let's go off topic of the Super Bowl. Obviously, this week I'm sure you've heard down there down there where you're at, about what's going on with the Eagles and Carson Wentz. There was some criticism this week regarding him. Yeah, that's nonsense. <laughs> the only, like, you know, whenever, I re- whenever you get a report out there, not just in sports, but it's in sports too, but just anywhere, and all, all the report is is people quoting um, anonymous sources. And just write it off, write it off as bullshit more nine out of ten times because that's normally what it is, especially with that Philly media. Philly media is the worst in the country, so they love making shit up. Mm. And you look at the response that some of the top the leaders on the team, you know, 
some of the some of the responses from some of the key players, leaders on the team. I mean, I don't seem to have any issue with Wentz and the whole report. You know, it uh, doesn't seem to fit Wentz's image that has been put out there for three years now. So I don't buy it for a minute. You know, there may be a player here there here and there that you know. Don't, maybe don't like him personally, or maybe maybe they they like Foles better. But I don't I don't buy the I don't buy this, the way the report was painted. That's they like it's a whole team that's against Wentz, you know. Well, like I said, it it was BS because obviously, you know, the fan base is even though. Even though he didn't deserve that kind of criticism, Carson Wentz didn't deserve that kind of criticism. And technically, he does deserve some kind of criticism, but that's not because. But it's not because of what of what he is and who he is. It's the fact that there's expectations with him. He was the number two overall draft pick in 2016. He had a great year in 2017. Was going to be the league MVP before his before his torn ACL. Until, you know, he had the tour ACL. Then this past year, he wasn't fully 100%, and then he had the back injury. And in both cases, Nick Foles came in, and the first last year, you all know what happened, won the championship. And then this year, he led them back to the postseason and, and led them nearly far. Again, took another, you know. And the fact is, when Nick Foles leaves in March, and I'm pretty much all bets all bets are on that he will be he will be elsewhere come March. Carson Wentz has a bullet on his I mean has a bullet on his back. He has to stay healthy. This is his franchise. This is his team. Nate Sudfeld's going to be the backup, and he's not Nick Foles. He's nowhere close to that level. So he knows that if we're going to win something again, if we're going to win another championship. I have to be healthy, and that's the most important thing. I have to be productive and very healthy. I can be productive, but can I be healthy? When when the end of the season next year comes around, we we somehow get to the postseason again. Woods has all the pressure on him because if he doesn't win a championship, you're going. They're going. Fans are going to look back on on Nick Foles and say that, oh my God, why couldn't Carson Wentz win something? What happened there? You know. So it's not like it's not like he he's a terrible person or whatever whatever that was is crap. But you look at what this Eagles team is. Had Nick Foles not won a Super Bowl last year, then Carson Wentz would not show the criticism. You know. Yeah, yeah. But but remember, you know Foles is the backup, but he's treat, but he but he plays like he's the starter, and obviously. People like to play for him. They want to win a championship. It's a team effort. But if Woods can't stay healthy, and he and he, and this happens again next year, and Nick Foles is not on this team to save them, and they don't go anywhere, then obviously Carson Wentz is going to look like a bust. You know, and that's a, and that would be a shame. You know, like I said, I'm not saying that he would be a bust because he's not. But I'm just saying that. It's all about winning a championship. And somehow, the Eagles won a championship despite of Carson Wentz, not because of Carson Wentz. 
So you have to think going into this year, we're going to get rid of Foles. He's going to go elsewhere. You know, obviously we don't know yet, but he will be going elsewhere. This becomes Wentz's team, and obviously he has to stay healthy for the full season, find a way to win, and get us and, and try to get us a ch- another championship. Because anything less than a championship, and he's going to get, and he could get the Donovan McNabb treatment, and that won't be good for him. You know? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, but. I don't think so, man. I think uh, I think uh, once he's, he gets a, he's back, he'll be back and healthy next year. You know, he'll be better prepared um, for uh, with a full off season of, to work with the team and everything, and hopefully the team actually you know actually comes out and plays hard all year, unlike it did for most of this year, but. Uh, I think uh, I think he'll be back to his MVP level, and everyone will forget about Foles. They only will forget about Foles if Wentz can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. You see, that's the that's the that's the criticism. That's the pro, that's where 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 the fan base is at at this point. Because if he can't win a championship, and Foles did, and he f- somehow did. That is obviously a ma- it's a major it's a major it's another major black eye in Philadelphia sports because we won a championship but technically with the wrong guy. So you have to think so you have to think to yourself what's going to happen in the offseason because like I said once Foles is out of here what's is on on the clock to get things done. He's the franchise he's got to get it done because Nate Sudfeld is not going to do what Foles does. We can agree to that. If he has to be the starter in some games. This is what's his team and he has to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, so. pretty much. But hey man, he's uh he's got a long career ahead of him, so I'm confident he'll win at least one more one Super Bowl, maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 